This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with the mortgage mom, D.A. Katsaris. How you doing, D.A.? I'm doing great. Did did we put in that cheering, mortgage mom? Yeah, we were cheering, man. We needed a background. <laughs> so we're excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio Philadelphia. We are the only real estate in town, show in town, so tune in. I taught this week to a class, man. They didn't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> if you want to ask us a question or you have a, a question about Mortgages, commercial, residential, real estate, give us a call. My number is 267 266 5501. I always answer my phone. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609 605 7153. And we're here every week to answer your questions for the last 14 years and keep you informed in any way we can. So, what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A continuing series we have mark's funny story i got a good one for you today (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure we also have our mortgage mom topic which is what stay tuned again you're going to be on the edge of your seat with this one oh she's not giving me the topic all right so mark we also um we are welcoming back joanna kowanski and she is from century 21 veterans She's here to give us an update on Somerset Villages, which is coming along beautifully. So stay tuned for that. I was telling some people about that one. Yeah, you got to come to the Brokers Open. We'll tell you about it on on her segment. So we also have a couple questions, Mark. The first one is the seller is unable to find a replacement property by the time the 60-day escrow closes. They have requested an extension of 30 days. If they do not agree to that extension, will we lose the appraisal fee, the home inspection fee, and our deposit? Hmm. Next one Mm -hmm. is, I am interested in finding out where I can take practice exams before I take the real estate exam. (laughs) Just listed with a realtor for three months, but I decided I would like to change to another. Is that allowed or even legal? Good question. Last question is, the buyer now wants out of the contract to buy my home. The contract has been signed by both parties. What are my rights? And do I have to keep my home? (laughs) 
<laughs> Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> I got an update on that for you. Um, and our topic of the day is essential real estate investing tips from successful investors. All right. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, the only thing worse than starting something and failing is not starting something. <laughs> so that's so like, you, know, you got to so get up you don't to get the, the game. Yeah, that's right. right. If you don't get in the game, nothing's going to happen. Right. So take a few swings. What's the worst thing you're going to happen? You're going to lose a few grand, you fail forward, you learn a lesson, <laughs> and you move on. And you move on. That's about it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. You always live and learn. So what's, where are we at? So we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So in 2022, the annual home sales in our multiple listing service, which they call Bright, they should call it I was going to say not so bright. <laughs> in their footprint, that, but that's about seven states, uh, are expected to a total of about 259,000 sales, which is 19% decline compared to last year. The drop in home sales reflects the higher mortgage rates with eroded buyers purchasing power and led to many prospective buyers to take a wait and see approach if the rates will come down. Now, you got to remember, this is not just Philadelphia. This is a bunch of areas. And not every area is as desirable as some. So in Philly, I'm not seeing that. The average rate for a 30-year fix is going to be around 6.5 by the end of 22, they think, after surpassing 7 earlier this fall. Mortgage rates are expected to fall in 2023, but will not come down nearly as quickly as they rose. Rates are expected to reach 6% by the end of 23. I don't know. Who knows? No, I, if, this, if this guy would turn the faucet on I and know, open up the oil, I know. Turn the faucet open up on. The, open up the pipeline. I think a lot of things would change very quickly, but they don't apparently agree with me. <laughs> I wrote a letter, but nobody answered it. Shocking. Surprise. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, lower and more predictable mortgage rates will support a greater housing demand in 23, but home sales will still stay lower than in 23 than 22. I don't know about that because when the pandemic started back in 2019, more houses were sold in 20 than 19 and more houses were sold in 22 and in 21. So I don't, I don't know about that. These are experts, you know, and you could fill auditoriums with them. A lower <laughs> level of the home sales activity is 2023 is being driven by two factors. Buyers who would have bought in 23 purchased early to take advantage of the historically low rates. And two, the inventory is still going to be very low. And it is constraining sales activity. So they predict a 5% drop in U.S. home sales in 2023 overall, and this is in the whole area, but, you know, that's in bright footprint. So I don't know, in your particular area or your particular neighborhood, it could be a completely different scenario. But over the past three years, home prices rose quickly in all the markets. The median price increased by 29% between 2019 and 22, 29% price gains in the region is lower than what many metro areas experienced. The median nationally, the median price rose by 40% over a three year period, 40% because home prices did not run up as quickly. Mid Atlantic markets were less likely to see big price declines. So I don't know, you know, I'll talk a little bit next week about some predictions for 23, but 
all in all, the real estate market, I think, is fine. I think it's still a great time to buy, and it's the best time in history to sell. Correct. There's no inventory. So if you get your house on the market, price it right, shows good, yep. it's going to sell. So tell us about the rates. So, Mark, your 30-year fixed rate is 6.625%. Your 15-year is 6.25%. Your 5-1 arm is 5.25%, but that's going to cost you about a point. And your 30-year FHA is hovering right around 6%. Which are, are great rates. You know, I told a class this week, I bought my first house at 13%. They were like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Hey, welcome back to Condition Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we're up to your funny story. So this nurse moves into Center City. And she's working like crazy hours. So like she got bought this new condo. She's all happy. and she But she's exhausted after working these 20-hour shifts. So uh, anyway, she goes into a bank, and she's really tired. She just worked like 20 hours straight. She goes to in her bank and she pulls out a rectal thermometer out of her pocket and tries to write a check with it. And then she looks up oh at the God. cashier and she says, well, that's just great. Somebody's got my pen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let that one God. sink in for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. If you have a funny story, please, please send it to me. At 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. I told the students I'm up to 938 funny stories. Please send me one. Oh, my God. So now it is time. And did they? <laughs> no, I didn't get any yet. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the end. Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is I don't have a clue. <laughs> so what is your topic? <laughs> So, you know what? That just kind of fits the market right now. Um, You know, it really does. So a lot of people are just sitting on the fences right now. You know, it's something that we keep talking about over and over again. But, um, you know, are the interest rates a little high? They came down last week. You know, we're we're under 7%, which is great. Um, My prediction, for whatever it's worth, and and I follow a gentleman. His name is... um, Barry Habib, and he's been in the business forever. Um, and most of the things that he's talked about has actually, you know, come to fruition. Um, he's really been, you know, spot on. So what they're talking about is in the next um, six to 12 months that we're going to be back into the four and a half, five percent interest rate, which is great. Um, but that doesn't mean that you should wait until then to purchase because, are, do you have a higher interest rate right now? Yes. Okay. But you're also, you know, the one thing that I keep mentioning is that paying that higher interest rate is keeping you out of the competition. So you're not going $30,000, $50,000 over asking price because number one, there's not a lot of people out there shopping, especially right now. So if you took advantage of, let's say, your arm rate, or even if you wanted to take advantage 
you know, of your 30 year fixed rate. One of the things that people don't remember is you're going to skip two mortgage payments. So if we close your loan, let's just say it's 6.875 in January, even if it's January 3rd, January 4th, Mark, there's no payment in January. There's no payment in February. Your first mortgage payment is going to be March 1st, right? So, so one of two things can happen. You could take those two mortgage payments that you're not making, put it in a bank, let that money sit there, and then use that extra money to offset the payment that you would be making March, April, May, June, until the rates come down a little bit further. I'm not saying that everybody should get in over their head, but you should really, you should really consult me because it's about creating wealth. It's also creating a monthly budget for yourself. You know, obviously we don't want you to be mortgage poor, but there are people that are missing out on opportunities. So I have a couple right now that is extremely unhappy with the neighborhood that they live in. They're actually fearful. They don't even go out at night. Um, the husband won't let the wife, you know, leave in the dark to go to the store or go anywhere. That sucks. I mean, it does suck. And, and because the interest rate is a little bit higher, you're going to wait. I mean, God forbid something happened. What did it cost you then? You know, if some, if you're not feeling safe or you're cramped or you're driving, you know, long distance because, um, what's, what you have going on is you're commuting. I mean, take into consideration the miles on the car, the gas that you're spending. I mean, you have to take a look at the entire picture and make sure that it's going to be a win-win. And I've been preaching this for probably the last four or five shows, but it is so important today more than ever to make sure that you're working with a mortgage consultant or an advisor that's not just quoting you rates. Like somebody called the other day and said, what's your interest rate? (laughs) For what? For what? Before you want to buy a car? Well, if I want to buy a house, what kind of house do you want to buy? Where are you looking to buy? What type of loan should we should we put you in? How much are you putting down? What's your credit score? What's the taxes? Is it just going? Is it just going to be you on the loan? I mean, there's a number of different facets. Have you had a bankruptcy? Have you had a foreclosure? It's not always what the best interest rate. Now, you know, with Green Tree Mortgage, you say over and over again, like we're the best company in the entire world, <laughs> right? So we are very competitive in our pricing. So. It's something, it's the whole picture, yeah. you know. Our- it's a big lack of knowledge out there. I, I, in my, I, I taught the zero to 20 million coaching class this week to a, a class, right? So I asked them how many people were renting. Half of the class was renting, just like 48% of Philly. There was girl, there right. was a few girls in my class that were paying over two grand a month renting an apartment in Philly. What, for two grand? I said, you could be living in a five dollars $600,000 house. No, you're absolutely right. I said, I said, you could be living in a $250,000 house and paid $1,100 a month in Philly. And then one of them said, yeah, but I don't want to pay that wage tax. I said, well, how much are you paying wage tax last year? Uh, about four or 5000 So if you move to Abington and your taxes are 15000 you got to do the math. Uh, There's so much lack of knowledge out there. It's crazy. It is. It is a lack of knowledge. And, you know, let's have a conversation. Give me a call. My number is 609-605-7153. There's no cost for having a conversation and gaining some knowledge. No. Have a business meeting, 
You never know where it's going to lead. Correct. All right. So where are we at? We are up to our question and answer segment. Oh, all right. So what's the first question? The first question is the seller is unable to find a replacement property by the time the 60 day escrow closes. They have requested an extension of 30 days. If we do not agree on that extension, will I lose the cost of the appraisal, the home inspection fee, and our deposit? Possibly. I mean, once that contract, once you hit past that settlement date, you got a void contract. Well, so yeah. So it says the seller is unable to find a replacement property. Now, right. is that in the contract where where the seller needs to find suitable housing? Like, is that verbiage yeah, in the contract? It could be contingent right? upon the sale. If yeah, if it's contingent upon the sale, which anybody's smart right. does that, and and then they're just having problem finding a house in a particular. And here we are with the inventory issue. Uh, I remember not that long ago, some a friend of mine was looking for a house in 19115, and there was one for sale in the whole zip code. So, I mean, if they're looking for a particular house in maybe Warminster, and there's only four for sale, and they don't like them four, then they need an extension. I mean, the seller's got to be, in this situation, you know, everybody's got to try to split the baby here and work this out. But in reality... If you pass that settlement date, you do lose all those all that money because that you put out for the home inspection, the appraisal, right. all that. You might not lose your deposit. I would give that deposit back. Yeah. You know, why yeah. be cruel? It's not they didn't do something on purpose, but and, and the yes. and it is possible. But the other the other option too is um they might be able to do a rent back. You know, there's a couple options. Yeah. So you definitely need to consult somebody. You just need a, a good agent in the middle here that knows what they're doing and try to figure out a way to make everybody yeah. happy. All right. Question number two. All right, what's, what's number I'm interested two? in finding out where I can take practice exams before I actually take the real real estate exam. So this is probably somebody that took one of these online courses and there's no right. live instructor. I mean, you can go to, there's a, the company that does it in Pennsylvania that gives the test out is a company called PSI. You can go right. to their site. Uh, there's practice tests in the back of your book. If they gave you a book, <laughs> surprisingly, somebody's online, they have these great advertisements and these people fall for it and it's cheap. And then they don't realize once they get in there, they're reading 75 hours of PowerPoints and they give them a test at the end of every chapter and they don't get an 80 or 90 gonna do the chat i had one girl in my class last month spent eight months on one of those things came to my three-week day class did it three weeks and took the real estate test the following week and passed it wasted eight months of her life with this i think they should be banned in pennsylvania i think to get a license in pennsylvania i could see continuing ed but to get a license in pennsylvania i think it should have to be live instruction how do you how do you I'm really talk feel to a Mark? Couple, i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk to a couple senators and state reps about that i think that needs to be All changed right. can we move on to the next question i thought well, yeah real fast though i talked to a broker that put 80 people in that thing one person got out of it one what's the next one the next question is i just i just listed with a realtor for three months but i decided i would like to change to another is that allowed or legal it's allowed if everybody agrees. If the if the listing agent is willing to let you out of the contract, fine. Allow me personally, if somebody doesn't want to do business with me, 
I'm fine with that. I'll let them right. out. But there are some old time crazy brokers that will <laughs> say no to that stuff. And, and like, then it's uh, hold your feet to the fire. I know. Why do you want to do business with somebody like right. that? We got time for one more? Real fast. The buyer now wants out of the contract to buy my home. The contract has been signed by both parties. What are my rights and do I have to keep my home? See, there, I don't know. There's not enough information, but there is not it, enough it, You know, if they want out, they have to have a legitimate reason. They can't just, if they did a home inspection and they, and want a home inspection, all you got to do is say, after review of a home inspection, I don't longer want to buy your house. That's enough of a reason. Right. But if they didn't do a home inspection, stuff like that, they're, they're stuck. So, I mean, right. you don't want to lawyer up, try to figure out how to work this out. Very good. All right. Well, Mark, I'm very excited to have Joanna as our guest. Um, she is from Century 21, and she's going to give us an update with Somerset Village. I've been over there a couple times, and it's pretty amazing. Um, but that's going to be coming All up right. next. So very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment. Um, again, very excited to have Joanna here from Century 21 Veterans, um, one of the top real estate companies um, in Philadelphia. And she's going to give us an update on this uh, Somerset Villages. Very good. How are you, Joanna? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I'm really curious to hear what's happening because uh, you're going to really help the inventory issues in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, she so, is. So how's the project coming along? It's coming along really well. Um, We have our model home almost done for the single family home. Um, We have some drywall up. It's uh, I was just there yesterday and it's painted. There's cabinets uh, inside waiting to be put up and we're close. We're very close. So um, we're actually starting to plan a broker's open, which is very exciting. Um, Which information? Tell the audience what the address is. Where this is at. It's 2201. East Somerset Street. So that's like Somerset and what, Aramingo? And yes, it's close to Aramingo. So it's Trenton, Somerset, and Tulip. Yeah, it's really nice. And right. when you, um, how's my rooftop coming? Mm-hmm. My rooftop uh, deck. It is coming along perfectly. <laughs> it is almost finished. We still need the flooring on the rooftop done, um, but the siding on it looks very very nice, um, very clean, and the view is beautiful as always. Yep. Um, and it's very exciting. Because these are what? These are three-story, right? Uh, Single-family are, yes, three-story with the rooftop. And so you, you're going to have a nice, nice view from the deck oh, of the oh, roof do. down there You can sure. see the whole Philly skyline. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and that would That's be cool. really cool in July when they have 4th of uh, the fireworks going off, 4th of July. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're looking at the Ben Franklin Bridge. You mm-hmm. just, I mean, you, you have, I'm going to say it's a little bit more than 180 degrees that you're able to mm-hmm. see there. And it's it's priceless. And the, the rooftop deck is, it's very private. I mean, it has mm-hmm. the high walls and it's sunken in and I love it. 
but you could still see over. You could still see over it. Yep. And the views, it's amazing. It's a convenient location, too, because it's easy to get to 95, everything else. Oh, very yeah. close. Yep, yep. And the good thing. But without the sound of traffic. Good point. Yep, exactly. And the other That's good right. point is that, um, you know, it is three stories, and you have an option to have an elevator in there as well. So that's one of the, like right in your, in your unit. Cor am I correct, Joanna? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So it, that's a great neighborhood. My brother lives right at Thompson and Somerset. Yeah. You know? Oh, he's got, you should come by and check it out. Yeah, for sure. We're, there's going to be a broken. How many, how many total units is it? Uh, in total at the end of the project, it's going to be 160. Um, wow. right now we have seven of the single family built, um, we also have about 12 of the um, condos built. Um, it's the ones where we have a bottom unit and then a top unit. Um, so those are actually five stories. Um, but we have those framed. Um, exterior is going to go on there soon as well. Um, we already have the exterior on the single family, which is nice. Um, yeah, it looks. And that's a good and that's a good walking neighborhood, too. All the local bars and little restaurants all down there, they're going to love it. <laughs> they are going to love it. We've actually checked in. a couple of them out as we were there. Um, really? Do you yeah. check it out bars? I'm shocked. <laughs> no, we just wanted to check out the neighborhood. Yeah, that neighborhood's solid. It's been solid. Yes. used to be a big Italian neighborhood. Rispo's, yeah. and there was a couple big families uh, that were in there. That was a big Italian neighborhood. There's also a couple units, right, Joanna, that they have um, garage area where you can actually pull in for parking. So actually all the ones that we have right now are actually um, garage inside uh, of it. They have a garage inside. So you don't have to worry yeah. about not having a place to park. You could park right inside and then it takes you right into the unit. So um, when, when it's ready for the public to go and see, we'll definitely um, do a big open house mark, but we're working on right now a broker's open. So realtors can come and check it out. Um, mm -hmm it's a little bit easier for real estate agents to kind of have a visual of it being completed rather than a buyer, you know, not being able to see an, an actual model. So um, we're definitely looking forward to that. Joanna, mm -hmm. Joanna, is there a website that people can go look at stuff? Yes. Somersetvillage.info. Info. All right. That's a good idea. And that has to probably floor plans and all that. It has floor pans. I have actually uh, thrown in some uh, photos of the updates of the construction um, and some details on the units separately. There's also a place where you can actually message me through the website, which makes it a little easier as well. No, that's great. Yeah. Joanna's cool. been working really hard on this and it's just like we're, we're finally coming down to the wire where we're going to be able to uh, invite some people to come over. It's going to be pretty cool. Finally. Finally, show what we've been working. Exactly. On. There's a lot of there's a lot of construction in that area going on. There is, there is, and I've actually heard of uh, some other lots around where we are that are going to be building as well. Yeah, that's so. a good neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely changing, like yeah. it's growing. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like Joanna hasn't done this before. I mean, you have experience, you know, with other projects that that they've done, um, as well as. They're going to do more projects. Like once this project is finished, they're just going to be on to the next one. So you're definitely going to help the revitalization, you know, of that whole area. Um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great stepping stone for sure. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, my what my director of operations, she hadn't been down that way for a while, and she rode all the way down Richmond Street, and she couldn't believe how much development was going on in that whole area. Yeah. Yeah. And Joanna, there's also a tax abatement, correct? Yes, there's a 10-year tax abatement at purchase, yeah. So what that means um, for anybody that's not familiar with the tax abatement is you're not going to pay real estate taxes for 10 years. So this project is exempt from real estate taxes. So when you make that monthly payment, the only thing you're paying for is your homeowner's insurance. There's a very small um, HOA fee, a homeowner's association fee that's along with that, but you're not paying any real estate taxes. So your closing costs are going to be a little bit less um, because they're not going to be escrowing that. And your payment's also going to be less for the next 10 years. So there's no excuse. Plus, it's uh, so much cheaper to buy than the rent in Philadelphia. Yeah. Rent's going up 15% no. next year in Philly because all the landlords just got taxed 15%. Yeah. So for, I just can't believe we're up to 48%. I remember years ago when we started this show, it was like 28% of Philly rented or 30%. Yeah. We're now at 48%. It's ridiculous. And that's just because they don't understand they don't the know. difference. I said there were, in my class the other day, after they all started telling me how much they were all paying a month, I was like in shock. And then the one guy, I told him, you know, the 20% down myth, I said that one, and the other myth, you need like a 700 credit score. Guy goes, what do you need for a credit score? I said 620, because you can buy a house with <laughs> 620 credit score. Right. I was like, these are people that are going to get their real estate license. They did like no research. I'm right. like, yes. Right. Yes, you don't need a 700 credit score or 20% down. Right. Jeez, Louise. I mean, even with Joanna's project, I mean, you could be a first-time homebuyer going in, right? Put as little as 3% down on a conventional mortgage, first-time homebuyer. What is the definition of a first-time homebuyer? Anybody that hasn't owned a home in the last three years. That is the definition of a first-time home buyer. Yeah, now, so there's forty-eight percent of Philly qualifies for that, right? And if you're looking to do some grants and things, first-time home buyer, um, depending on the grant, is going to have a little bit different meaning. But you know, get into the mortgage calculator, go onto the website, find out that the cost of the house. You know, factor in about seventy-five dollars a month for homeowners insurance, um, and see what that payment looks like. And if you don't even feel like dealing with that. Call Joanna, call myself. We'll let you know what that mortgage payment's going to be. It's probably going to be a lot less than you're paying in rent, along yeah. with all the tax deductions that you're going to get from being a homeowner. So, yeah, and you're going to appreciate probably in that neighborhood the minute you buy 10, it 10 for 15% a year. That neighborhood's not going to go down. In it value. is not going to go down. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So Joanna, if, um, if somebody wants to talk to you directly or they have questions in reference to the project at Somerset Villages, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, my phone number is 267-397-6019. I'm happy to take anyone's calls and answer any questions anyone has. And you can give that website, give, yeah, the website, give the website again. again. Yes. And somersetvillage.info. Um, you can reach out to me through Very there as good. well. Very good. That was great. And um, thanks for coming on the show. I was curious to see what's happening down there. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yep, we're going to have you back in January when we have um, that brokers open brokers awesome. open scheduled. So we'll make sure to get that out there. Awesome. 
All right. right. Very good. And coming up next is our topic of the day, which is essential real estate investing tips from successful investors. Very good. So that was a great topic and a great, good, good guest. That was a lot of information about Somerset, please. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So Mark, we're up to the topic of the day, which is essential real estate investing tips from successful investors. This is from a lot of different people, but I figured I'll go over some things that you should think about because a lot of people want to get involved in investing. They just don't know where to start. So one, find rental properties in emerging neighborhoods. So, you know, I remember years ago when we first got on the show, 14 years ago, Francisville was mm-hmm. a hot neighborhood. And I was telling people, you should buy in Francisville. And they were, where the hell is Francisville at? I said, right above Fairmount. Then that now you can't even touch anything in Francisville, seven, eight hundred thousand. So, but you know, that's the same with like going down Kensington Avenue towards Burks. You know, a lot of the millennials still buy on the fringe where then it's an emerging market. So, you know, find something that's emerging, that's offering growth potential, tax incentives for buyers. Somerset Villages. Is one, yes, that's going to go up in value for sure. Buyers that purchase properties in emerging neighborhoods maximize profits, profits and ensure income that covers their costs. Two, diversify your investments. Commonly preached that the best real estate investment is one in your backyard. While there's merit to understanding the area in which you're invested, which I think you're limiting yourself a little bit then by only considering a small geographic area. I mean, if you start buying a bunch of properties, you have a management company or handling them or something, does it really make a difference if it's 10 miles away or 15 miles away? You know, some buyers, some investors are like that. I knew a guy one time that owned 50 some properties from Roosevelt Boulevard and from Roosevelt Boulevard below Cotman to over all the way over to I fair Castor Avenue down to Devereux. They were all in that square and he had the management office right in the middle of them. Wow. <laughs> and then he, I, cause he wanted to sell them all as a one piece. I remember helping him with that, but you know, think about areas and don't over rehab. You know, some people, you know, they get a little carried away. Uh, they started, you know, they rehab something. They're going to send it, sell it. You might not have to be the top, top, top end. You got to make it nice. Right. But you don't have to be the nicest one in the neighborhood. Yeah, you, know, you don't. Lo- lo- lower you don't. end houses need to look nice and modern, but don't need to be the most expensive thing of everything. Right. And so it's okay to budget. It's okay to go with the middle of the road fixtures because some people are going to change things anyway. And four, don't over, don't over leverage yourself. If you, you can be very successful for a long time and still go broke if every rental is a mortgage to the hilt. If you keep some of your rentals free and clear and some of them financed, then you'll have a good mix of safety and still, you know, stretching your resources. So do it right. A few longer than expected vacancies or dips in your cash flow doesn't have to be the end of your career. 
So, you know, don't overextend. Be careful with that. And then one thing that a lot of investors never look at is single families. Single family homes are one of the safest bet for attracting the correct tenant. Everyone would love to live in a house. Some people just can't afford it or do not want to own. Like 48% of Philly just don't understand that they should be buying. And a single family home historically has over the last 100 years plus always appreciated. So you're not going to lose on a single family house. So, you know, you buy, plus the rents are really high on a single family house. So you're going to have income. Six, do your homework before listening to paid advisors, because there are so many experts out there now. Or you see them on Facebook and Twitter. And I don't understand if they're so doing so great at this. Why aren't they just out there buying houses? <laughs> you know, rather than giving seminars. That's the thing that I worry about. Well, and, and that's the thing too, Mark, like just real quick, I want to let you know, you know, everybody wants to trust their attorney for all the information that they're going to give, right? And not all attorneys are well adversed on all the guidelines for the mortgages. Like for instance- No, most attorneys are not real estate attorneys. Right. So for instance, we, we just had a deal the other day where the guy, he's a single member LLC. And my suggestion for him was to close personally- and then flip it into the LLC. And the attorney didn't want him to do that because he would have to pay transfer tax, number one. And number two, you know, by the time it took to get it into the LLC, the tenant could be damaging that house. Well, if you're a single member LLC, you do not pay the transfer tax going from a personal mortgage into a commercial and they cannot call the mortgage. So my point is just be careful. Be careful with who yeah, you're listening to. You got to be careful. And like, like not unlike stockbrokers, like their real estate has no, they're not no reward for right. them, but real estate is a great investment. So, you know, there's nothing in a, a, a stockbroker. There's no commissions, nothing to do, but you can purchase like things like a non-trade rent, uh, you know, real estate investment thing, stock like that. You do need to do your homework, decide if the potential cash flow from real estate is right for you. And seven, nip the maintenance issues in the in the bud before they become, you know, be a hands-on landlord or have a hands-on property management company working for you. So when there's little problems, take care of them before they turn into major problems because it usually ends up costing more if you let it go. Like I talked to a friend of mine that I, this place I go to eat all the time, she's been running for years. I keep telling her to buy and her landlord just is not responsive. And then little problems turn into big problems and it costs you money. And then you you can also join local network groups. And there, there are some, a friend of ours has a company called the Investor Brokerage. They're all investors. They'll give you advice on getting involved. Right. And if you're going to become an investor, get a real estate license too. Very it's good. A good. It's a good idea. All right. So we are up to our segment with Dr. A and the topic today is understanding and improving emotional intelligence. But I, today we're going to focus on motivation. Yes. How, how are you, Dr. Abelson? So welcome, Dr. A. Hi, Dan. Hey, Mark. How, how, are, how you? are you guys? We are good. We are fabulous. So br bring us up to speed on the series where we're at. Well, what we've been doing is we've been spending a lot of time looking at what emotional intelligence is, uh, which is basically how we all deal with emotions or how we don't deal with emotions. It depends on how uh, how good you are with uh, or how high your emotional intelligence is. Uh, and we've talked about uh, we, we've talked about social awareness. We've talked about 
self-awareness, and we've talked about a couple other aspects of it. Today, I want to talk about motivation. Uh, now, as, I, as I've shared with everybody before, there's a couple different models of emotional intelligence. Uh, one just looks at four different components. One looks at five. The one that looks at five actually includes this notion of motivation. And motivation basically looks at how emotions of others affect you, all right, and how you deal with emotions uh, in relationship to other people. In other words, the example I like to use is uh, we all, a lot of us have had adolescent kids or uh, kids in school. So every once in a while, we'll have a, a child who doesn't like the teacher. And because of that, they're demotivated to learn that topic. Uh, and that's what motivation is all about. So what happens is, is this, the person themselves are going to be demotivated or extra motivated, depending on the emotional relationship with them. Yeah. And in your social life and your business life, these kind of things are important. All the time. I mean, especially, uh, I don't want to get into politics, but what I see more and more is that there seems to be this schism that, that people uh, have a hard time relating to people who have different political beliefs than they do. Well, yeah, what that is telling me is the emotional intelligence of people is really decreasing because you're not tolerant of, of other people. Uh, and it just triggers some emotionality in you that you have a hard time interacting with them because they're, they have different political beliefs than you. Yeah, I'm hoping this is a cultural thing and we finally get through it because I don't remember ever in my life before the last few years of this kind of like hate and all this stuff to over a damn election. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more than that too. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it, it is. Well, it, and, and it's different beliefs. I mean, for, uh, let, let's just, uh, again, I don't want to get into politics no. of it, but but there's there's different lifestyles. Well, some people for religious purposes – don't think that that's appropriate to have that different lifestyle. Uh, but the other person who is living that lifestyle says that's perfectly fine with me. Well, all of a sudden there is this dislike between the two people because of that. All right. So that deals with this notion of motivation. All right. Your relationship is, is demotivated because you're having that schism or you're having that conflict regarding that particular value. Right. I don't understand why people let that kind of stuff get in the way of opportunities well, we and can, things like that. We can go back where we talked about motives, okay, because people who are traditional have a certain value set, and that has an impact on yeah. them. If you'd like to learn more about this, obviously contact us at the Abelson Group, uh, which is uh, really easy at succeed at Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net, uh, because we'd love to set up a, a, an EQ program for you or your organization, or you can just enroll in one of the programs that we yeah. have. Yeah, and if you're running a business, you really need to understand this kind of stuff. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Thank you, Dr. A. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. Abelson. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give them a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me, DN Katsaris, at Comcast.net, or give me a call, 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and our sponsors, and it's sponsor time for us this year. So if you want to be a sponsor on our show, contact me, 267-266-5501. I can give you all the details on how you can join our team. We hope you tune in every week. We keep you informed. You can listen to this show, past shows, at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, or at WPHT's website, so with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. 
I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive, positive, all all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.